I'm really not trying to be funny, you know? And that's, if y'all, the shit, the world let me know I was funny on dope games too, but I'm like, oh shit, I'm funny? If we, this language arts, if we using, we using music to get across and to relate, uh, and I'm, I'm spitting metaphors and similes, sometimes you laughing because it's so unique, but you know, something that can make you cry can make you laugh. Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. The embodiment of all that is great about Detroit hip hop, the distinct sound, the originality in spades, represents Bruiser Wolf 2AT. Bruiser Wolf is part of the Danny Brown-led collective, Bruiser Brigade, home for some of the most forward-thinking hip-hop coming out of the scene. Known for his hysterical, charming sense of humor, sharp wit, with a voice unlike anyone else's, Bruiser Wolf is here today to discuss the creative decisions involved in his particular style of rap, having faith in his career as an artist, Bruiser Brigade, and how he created his excellent new album, My Story Got Stories. The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth artist interviews, album reviews, and general rap commentary on the best that the underground rap scene has to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Bruiser Wolf, how you doing today? Oh man, blessed man, real blessed man. Glad to be here. Yeah, man, this album is is incredible. I think it's a step up in so many ways. I'm just, I, I have like so many times in this past week since I was given the record, I have so many like quotables and like hooks just like in my head constantly that I just like find myself playing back to myself. It's It's been a really, really fun listen. Oh man, that's that's a blessing to hear, man. Because I worked so hard. Uh, it was so much that went into that one. That was, you know, that was different from the first time from Dope Game Stupid, man. And all of the responses and all, all, all the feedback is everything that I wanted. You know, and it was everything that I was aiming for. So truly a blessing, man, that uh, people are taking it like that. Yeah, and. You know, one of the things that obviously is is very unique with you is just the way you put together bars, the hilarity in it, the it's often like absurd on the nose and you just make it all work. You got like crazy lines. I, I You have a really funny line on this record. You say like, I, I dick him down, give him double spearmint, you know, the usual that play off the <laughs> classic bar. I, I, that's what I think I love. It's like, it's not just funny. It's like very clever. And there's a lot of like knowledge of hip hop going into these bars and then you just got shit that I just truly, I can't really explain. Like, I think this is off, uh, uh, use me off, uh, a dope game, stupid. You're like, I'm scratching her soft to make up the difference. They was laughing. LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> just the way it's like the delivery. You say LMAO, it just cracks me up every time. And, and you know, like what really impresses me was, is that, um, your bars range from being, very clever, witty to being, you know, silly and humorous, but it's all very smooth. It's very, comes off very natural. So it brings me to your writing process. So like, are you the type that's more calculated in how you put together bars and cadences, the vocal inflections, or is it more of like a feel thing where you're in the booth, you just kind of go off the top of your head, how you're feeling? Well, um, um... It sometimes is, is... It's, I would say it was just more feeling then because, you know, sometimes you're putting words together. You you just got to feel a beat. It's got to, like, the beat got to tell me something, you know, that's first. So I would say it's really off of a feel, but really you got to have wordplay. And I try to put the words together too, you know. It's all about the thesis, man. It's all about the topic. It's, and it's definitely about the feel. If there's no feeling there, shit, all the words can say a whole bunch, you know, but kind of had a feeling. Yeah. And, and I think like it, it just really resonates with me because 
you seem to be balancing so many different things at the same time while making it really fresh and fun. And it sounds like at simultaneously, I'm like, oh, I think you put a lot of thought into how you put together these words. But then at the same time, I feel like it all came to you in like one moment. And I think that's a really special thing when it kind of both feels supernatural, but also super thought out. Like that's, mm. that's where the best music is made in my opinion. And the ad libs too, like you got some elite ad libs that are just. That's crazy. I don't, even, I don't even think like that, dog. I don't, but like, you know, honestly, like, bro, like it don't just come. Sometimes it do come out of the spirit of a moment and just like, let's drop it, you know, but this game we in, you know, music can be forgotten in 10 seconds. You know, uh, they drop in every night. People dropping projects, dropping music every night. So therefore, I have to be prepared. So uh, I just, like, if I wasn't uh, taking this interview right now, I'd probably be doing something. Whenever I'm doing anything, I'm trying to find out words. I'm trying to put it together. Like, something means something. I'm, I'm always jotting, you know, I'm always thinking of a bar because that's where that's where that's where my money is you know what i'm saying so all day every day i'm putting bars in my phone or bars i'm writing them down or I try to remember them mm-hmm. so then when i do get to that moment i'm ready to record i got you know i got artillery i got shit in the vault that i can use you know that's off on top of what i feel the feel of it you know what i'm saying so that's where that come from too like i ain't gonna sit here and just say oh shit i just thought of that right there no, I, all day, every day. If I'm in the lab recording, I'm writing, you know, or I'm looking at uh, um, current events, stuff that's happening around us right now to keep keep shit relevant and, and up to up to par or whatever. But um, that's how I come. You know what I'm saying? That's how that writing stuff comes up. Yeah, the way you write, it's definitely very referential to, like we talked about it before this uh, hidden record sports and and just kind of like regular culture it's very rich in that it's very fun and also it just makes it feel yeah current and and very new which i which i really like and you you have a good sense of humor with all that you know speaking of the the humorous part i actually had blockhead on the show late last year and obviously you got that that great uh, feature on the last uh record of his and he mentioned specifically relating to you that you are confidently one of the funniest rappers of all time and and i couldn't agree more and uh like I, I was just thinking about this maybe a few weeks ago i i i can be just like walking home from work even if it's like the 10th listen at this point i hadn't heard the new record it was just dope game stupid and it's like the 10th listen 15th whatever listen to this record and i still find myself just like in public chuckling to myself just like <laughs> come on, come on. It, <laughs> it, it, that's rare that like something music can make me like actually chuckle in in uh in real life and like a a really great quote from a, a great journalist thomas hobbs he he tweeted this recently about you he was like you rap the way you rap it sounds like someone whistling on the walk home after having a great fucking day it's just so carefree yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing uh. yeah it, it, it that one really struck me because I, I loved it and and i think the way I, the thing i find particularly fascinating about the way you employ humor is that you you pair this charismatic wit all these funny lines alongside stories that are often about some pretty serious like street shit or some very genuinely personal things that have happened in your in your life it's not a combination of elements that i feel typically get put together in the way you do it but you you pull it off so like how conscious are you of striking this right balance between being funny but also giving yourself enough runway and space to be more frank and, and serious at, at the same time as well. Because I'm, I'm really not trying to be funny, you know? And that's, if y'all, the shit, the world let me know I was funny on Dope Games too, but I'm like, oh shit, I'm funny. But um, 
it was so stupid. Sometimes shit so stupid, and you, you think about, oh, I did that. That's, that's funny. Or everybody's so serious, you know. Uh, everybody going in one direction and want to be serious. And, you know, sometimes the shit just, you know, I don't want to be down all the time. I want to, I want to, I want to smile. I want to talk. I want to, I'm just kicking it and talking shit, man. And, um, sometimes it'd be the wit, you know, it's the wit that make you laugh. Like, Oh my God, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Or, um, if we, this language arts, if we using, we're using music to get across and to relate, um, uh, and I'm I'm spitting metaphors and similes. Sometimes you laughing because it's so unique, but you know, something that can make you cry can make you laugh. That's metaphors in its own, you know. Uh, so more words I use, you know, the more stuff gonna come in, more perspective, more, you know, it just bring out the range a little bit more with um a sense of humor, you know, because the everyday life ain't sad, everyday life. Ain't so serious, and it is serious. Life is, but you know who, who wants to be down. You know you want to smile. So you know if you ever heard that you watching movies of the mafia, you got the wise guys. They talking, they laughing. Motherfuckers ain't you know they got some gangster shit. They ain't. They don't want to always be on no gangster. They want to laugh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, their special point is their family. You know what I mean? Uh, they doing what they got to do to get back. You know what I'm saying? But motherfuckers ain't always serious. Uh, but I'm happy that uh, my music can can come across and be entertaining in so many ways. So I accept it and I, I love it, you know, uh, and I love uh, being funny and I don't mean to be sometimes, but if we talk about a lot of shit, man, that's what you're going to get. If we conversate, I'm not about to make you sad in the whole fucking conversation, you know, we're going to kick it. We want to have fun, you know what I mean? And that's what I want to bring, you know, to the table with my music as well. And I'm, not a fucking com uh, comedian, you know, uh, but I enjoy, uh, I enjoy kicking it and uh, relating to people that way, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think something with humor that I always find in music and in it, outside of music, I guess, is that as the person listening or watching, whatever, I find yeah. it opens you up in a way that something that is just straightforward, serious, sometimes can't, meaning like you could be in your music kind of making me yeah making me laugh because of something witty or whatever but then you say something striking that's just straight up like some like a, a fact of your life or something very serious like quote unquote serious i find i'm like more receptive to it in a way i'm, I'm like processing it differently and it kind of hits me in a really real way because i'm kind of laughing and then i hear it i'm like oh shit like i kind of find myself saying that a lot like oh sh damn like but not like I'm not sad, but I'm just like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like I'm taken aback or I'm kind of it's sobering in a way. It's it's, yeah, it's, like, it's like, OK, if we talk about dope game, stupid, like what I learned, like and this is amazing because you get older, you just learn more shit and you look at shit, and, you know, but. Like when, I was, when you're in the streets and shit, the whole good thing about it was. Making everybody look like a fool, like you wasn't hustling or make the. The police look like, you know, a fool like you wasn't. He's trying to fool everybody or whatever. Um, and that's what you're like, yeah, I did this, I did that. The way I came up, honey, honey, you know, I came up, did you? that's what you're bragging about to your man. The way I got down, I did this, did that or whatever. And then when your ass get caught with the, the consequences, it's serious. Like, oh, shit. Like, I was just talking to my man. We was getting money. Yeah, it was fun. And now it's real. You know what I'm saying? So that's the same type of shit, too, like. The shit can can make you happy or make you, you know, excited, can fucking you can hit you too hard. You know what I'm saying? You getting money now, your ass facing five or ten, you know, whatever it is, whatever your situation is. And now you're away from your family and shit. It's more serious shit that came with what you was doing. And then it was fun shit too that got you around you. It was good. But that's what comes in to me trying to explain and express certain shit that I'm that where I come from. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't have it set, you know, everybody got to do shit wrong to, to make it or whatever it is. But, you know, what I'm saying it come with good and bad. You know, what I mean, just come. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and I that's really well said. And I think it's another part about how you use humor too that along these alongside these other topics is that it's wild to me that, you know, like unlike other artists, 
they often like let's say you have an album there's often like a few songs that are like quote unquote dedicated to saying something serious like oh this is a very personal song about xyz or a really fun crazy wild song about xyz but mm -hmm. your music really often it's just liquid it's uh we were actually talking about this in like the discord my uh rmpp discord about your the way you write and your music it's very liquid that it's blended it blends all this stuff all together on the same track where you have like a dope uh like a dope boy there's some personal stuff in there there's some really funny stuff it sounds bright and like beautiful it doesn't really make sense and it's not really done often like this it's often very like very targeted songs because people don't often aren't able to make music in this way but you're able to do it and i just find it so cool well that's that's uh dope boy See, then, like we talking about, we were just talking about the writing process and how do I do it or come up or whatever. Some some of that shit be like papers, you know. Uh, that was like a fucking uh, essay, or, or you know, what I'm saying, and it was a question. I was just like, I wonder if they can tell I'm a dope boy. So, with that being said, what all what what all came with that? And I remember when I first started out, because I played ball, I didn't want people to think I was hustling. Oh, you fucking loser, you didn't drop, you know what I mean? Now you out here. And I'm trying to be discreet about it and don't want nobody to know. So it was a, I went through a lot of that, a long period of time of adding that. And uh, I had so many stories from that. And that's where that came from. You know, uh, my stories got stories to, I wonder if they can tell I'm a dope boy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it just, I just wrote it and, it had to have a hell of an intro. It didn't have to have a hell of a conclusion like any other great paper. You know what I'm saying? And that was really, that's how I wrote that one. That was really structured into, like, it was like a paper I was writing, bro. Mm -hmm. For real. You know, given how unique your style is, I'm sure it comes to, like, no surprise to you that some rap fans have needed some time to warm up to your style and, and really get with it. And I know for me, honestly, like, when I first heard you, when Dope Game Stupid dropped, I was like, yeah, I definitely was liking it, but I, I was hearing everybody. And I think I definitely have noticed with you, you have a lot of respect from your peers. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I don't think I'm like fully understanding it. And then I got it. And then I was hooked. And I, now I'm like obsessed. And uh, I've always been curious with artists like yourself that are so distinct, like from your vantage point, have you had this like internal belief that eventually, you know, people will just get it and give you the mu give you your music the love that it deserves like have you always had that belief eventually that it would happen yes but so much go into it. it's a billion people trying to rap i'm older you know um honestly man it, if you really trying to do this this career you really gotta have faith you know what i'm saying there's no no bullshit aside no, I don't think I'm fucking the greatest rapper in the world. Never, never did. I just had faith in, in what I was doing. I did believe that I was good. You know what I'm saying? I knew I had it from just the wordplay and, uh, and how it excites me. It makes me feel like I'm balling again, playing football again. I'm getting prepared. It's just, you know, you know who can play. You know, like, I, I, I'm like, I, want, I can get down. You know what I'm saying? I knew it. I believed it, you know what I'm saying? But when you actually going through this shit, man, with a family, and you, you, you know, you about to hit 40, like, you gotta have faith, man. That comes with your spirituality. You gotta believe it, man. And you gotta keep going and you keep going. You work at it so hard. Like I work at these words so hard, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to read the Thesaurus as much as I can. I'm trying to find what this word means. If it can mean more than once, I'm trying so hard, but uh, it's it's a motherfucker, man. You got to really have faith, and uh, I can't sit here and lie to you. I, I have to because I've been doing it forever, and uh, not forever, but I believe in it. You know what I'm saying? And all the time, yeah, I did. I did believe in it. I did. I didn't know where it would get me or how long it would take me. You know, but I definitely believed in it. I knew the rhymes and the bars was cold, so. That's all I can say is just having faith. I can't say, say here, yeah, I'm going to be the biggest star. I'm going to be one of the best or no shit like that or even be the way it is right now. I just have faith and I, I, I'm blessed and I appreciate God for, for guiding me here, you know? Yeah, man, I, I love the what you said there that you said it excited. You could tell it excited you. 
and how mm-hmm. it made you feel. And I think that's something that a lot of people can take from what you just said, which is that it's not about what the validation you got from others. It's like you knew this was special because of how it made you feel. And I think that's something that people can definitely apply in their own lives, what they're doing, because that's yeah. what you can tell you're doing something special is like, but I getting excited about that. Not to cut you off, but definitely uh, the fans. That was I, I should have pointed that out too. That that's a part of it. They kept me going. Mm. You know, you know that faith that them that 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 I planted that seed that planted. You know they they really they into it. Like you talking about the words. Like I'm fucking trying hard. I'm saying some interesting shit. You know I'm trying to get off, and they know it. They appreciate everything. They. They love the music, so that's that's a big part of it, bro, for sure. I, if I didn't have that, you know, that is some sense of validation, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, yeah, that's you, it. Yeah, you need that as well, definitely some element of that. And Yeah, faith, it's, it's always interesting to me because I've recently in my own personal life been encountered with situations where I've, I've said that's been kind of the answer for me. It's like realistically most of life is – is hard and weird and any kind of success is kind of sometimes random even though there's a lot of work that goes into it everything's stupid like you just gotta have faith like it's that's like i'm not mm-hmm. super religious but that's something that i'm really starting to like learn about life is that faith isn't a joke like it's no. necessary like how 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 else are you going to motivate yourself if you just think you're not going to succeed in any way or don't even can't even imagine there's a possibility that you could do something then you know, I swear, yeah. man, and, and I can tell you, bro, like, this is real. Like, this is no, there's no boogeyman, no magic. Like, whatever your faith is, whatever your religion, whatever have you, whatever your upper, you know, my father-in-law taught me how to pray one time, bro. I was in the streets. He just taught me how to pray. And he said, you got to pray. And this is part of faith. You got to pray. When you pray, you ask God for what you want. And I ask God, I said, God, I want to be one of the most influential rappers, Lord. And uh, Lord, I want to be known and be one of the best rappers, Lord, and be a great provider for my family and a great man for my kids. Pray for that one time, right? So tomorrow when I woke up, I said, thank God, thank you, God, for blessing me to be one of the most influential rappers in the world. Thank you, God, for blessing me to be one of the best rappers in the world and one of the best fathers, Lord. Thank you. Jesus name we pray. Hey, amen. So I, I thank him every day, like I got it already. Mm. So and in sort of sense, that's strengthening my faith. So when I walk out the door, you know, I'm, my man already is programmed to be one of the most influential rappers. You know, when I'm writing now, I done prayed for it to be one of the best or one of the most influential. So, you know, it ain't a boogeyman, no, no, ain't no, you know, magic thing about it. No, nothing. It's just about faith and, and what you believe in. And that's a part of the faith. And people take that, you can you can take that with you and uh and run with it. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's that strengthens me, strengthens what I'm doing over here, you know. Yeah, it's like we're describing kind of like a form of affirmations, which praying in a lot of ways is kind of that manifestation. And into existence, you know. Whatever gets you to actually put in the work. Cause I, I think something I saw in, in a in an interview you did that was really striking to me, I found very inspiring was that you said after dropping Dope Game Stupid, you kind of thought, you know, like the the success, the money was just right around the corner. And you've said that the money was going to call. You thought that was going to happen, but instead they I pocket dialed, yeah, they pocket the dialed you. And I was like, again, that's a bar. First of all, that's a fucking bar. I've never heard that's that That's where before. it came from. Man. I thought the money was calling, but it was pocket dialing. Like... That's a bar, but it also just shook me up in it. And it, you responded by just putting in crazy work as you were describing. And I'm, I'm just, you know, all to say is just really, really happy to see where you're at now. And I know one of the ways that you got to where you are wasn't doing this shit alone because you're part of a really special collective. And I actually had a fellow Detroit Detroiter as well as Uncommon NASA on the show. Actually, last last guest I had, we spoke about the uniqueness of Detroit hip hop. And, and Guilty Simpson uh, was was uh, talking about the sound. And what I think I find just really cool about Detroit is that when I hear rappers from Detroit, on one hand, I kind of know what to expect, but then I know absolutely nothing about what yeah. to expect. Meaning what I do know to expect is that there's going to be some unique 
strange, potentially weird shit. But then also, like, I have no idea what that looks like because that that could apply to so many of you guys, like Quelle, Chris, Danny Brown, you, Guilty Simpson, Elzai. Like, none of you guys, none of those people I just mentioned are the same, even right. close, but very unique and original. Part of that kind of culture that you guys have built is Bruiser Brigade, one of the, the hubs right now coming out of Detroit. So, you know, first talk to me about how the relationship was built with Danny and, and how that whole joining Bruiser Brigade started. Linked up with Fat Ray. Just had mutual respect for Fat Ray as my bro. Uh, we did showcases together through the underground hip hop scene uh, of Detroit. You know, he, he a legend himself, you know, he, he got so much work he done done out here and so much love. And he got a heart. He brought me to the, to the Bruiser house. And that's where I met Danny. And um, he introduced me uh, technically. Let's let's just keep it real. He, he brought me to the house. We recorded Old Faithful. We did dog food. And then we I, Danny came to town during Bruiser Thanksgiving. I met Danny. And uh, it's been up since then, man. We've been working. And, you know, we uh, just like, like brothers, like family, bro. For real. Yeah, and I, I can see some similarities in Danny's kind of ethos as an artist and with you as well. So, like, from, like, an artistic perspective, like, how instrumental was he as an influence to your kind of coming up with your style and your sound? Oh, man. Danny, man, like, I was already, like, uh, a fan of Danny just, you know, from how he came up and did his thing out the D. But um, to get to know him... And to see that shit with my own eyes, I learned so much, bro. Like, um, his, man, he don't have to write if he don't want to. He can write. He can just, he, I just seen him record five songs. Shit, and I think three of them bitches made the album. And, and like, like one day, he just, uh, his showmanship, bro, like on stage, bro, like, you see what he's doing. He can, he, his shit is timeless. He, they rocking out to his shit he did years ago. You know, uh, him performing, man, it just really, that's what I've really been studying. He, he just electrifying with his shit, man. He's so focused now. Uh, the way he, uh, pick an album, man, you know, I still don't fucking got the sauce sauce. He didn't let everybody in the kitchen like that, but, uh, the way he pick an album, the way we, how many songs we pick, and, the story of it, the personal feel of it, you know, to give people, uh, to be fearless, man. That's what he taught me a lot, man. It's so much shit in the game. I'm still learning right now. Like I learned now just by watching, like I flew out to Texas and he, uh, he got his iPad. I mean, his, uh, his podcast going and shit. He working doing a shooting a video with me and, uh, just back to his family life. Uh, you know, just, just watch. I'm learning that how to deal with this shit. You know, deal with fame. You know, he done been through it all. So, and I'm still learning so much. I'm learning, man. And I'm just blessed to have him. You know, around me. I'm blessed to have him as a friend, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, never could stop learning. You know what I'm saying? But that's what he gave me. He gave me the game on this shit. But, but how to how to pick this music? How to perform? Shut shows down. How to um, how to, you know, move in unison, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he a dog, man, you know what I'm saying? He, he a real one. He definitely knows how to put together an album. Like, that's something that I've always loved about his music. Like, those records all have a distinct feel, personality, conceptual, mm -hmm. have a story. Like, uh, I love that. And, and from, like, a, just, like, from a style uh, perspective, I definitely can see the like, kind of absurdity and hilarity in all the punchlines in both your music. But I think something specific is that I think you both understand the value and the importance of the voice in rap and how that sounds and just the power that you wield as being one of the main like aesthetic qualities of any song is the rapper's voice. And the way you guys use your voice is just so freaking cool and unique. Like Danny's one of the first times I saw a rapper like when I was younger, uh, starting getting his, his music, like the voice differed that much from sometimes track to track, verse to verse. And I was like, yo, I don't, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't understand. That sounds wrong, but it's not wrong. It's actually very cool. And obviously your voice is just like 
one of the most unique things in rap right now. So I, I just, I, I can definitely see that connection. I was taught to break up. I was taught to break up, bitch. I'm a hustler. I'm a pimp. I'm a hustler. I'm a pimp. The game goes on and on like Badu. My bitch is nothing to sneeze at. Haku. I put out a pimping book not long ago, but niggas don't read. So this the audio. My name ring like I'm calling you. FaceTime, bitch. You better watch who you talking to. And, you know, to go into that Bruiser headquarters, I read that it's actually like a, you know, a multi-story home in, in Detroit um, where you guys record constantly. I think you said like you live in the studio, you guys are like living in the studio, really putting in the work. And, you know, given the talents and personalities involved in Bruiser, there's just so diverse. Could you paint the picture for like what the typical atmosphere is at Bruiser Brigade HQ, whether it be like recording or just like chilling with the guys? I don't know. Like, okay, say you have a house, you you live where wherever you live right now, or you live where your family right when you just was coming up living, right? If you don't have shit to do, like that's how I just said. I just I'm about to compare this shit to basically where you live. That's how comfortable it is. That's the atmosphere for one. But I can go see my family. I get bored. I ain't got shit to do. I ain't got to record. I can come chill, watch the game with the fellas, you know, kick it, you know what I'm saying? It's a it's a hell of a vibe, man. And then everybody dialed into what you're trying to do creatively. And they trying to come with their ideas. So I would say the the, the, the actual atmosphere is just it's like family, bro. It's just like this is where we live at, you know. Everybody do what they're supposed to do. And, you know, we come and we, it's like, it's a team atmosphere, you know, and it's like a family too. Everything ain't always perfect. It's a family. That's what makes us, you know, so good with it. Makes our creative shit so good. Everybody know where everybody at personally, you know, uh, everybody try to support each other when they can. And everybody, you know, deal with what they issues the way they deal with them. And uh, it's like a family atmosphere, bro. Like, and everybody want want us to win. Everybody want each other to win. You know what I'm saying? Every time somebody's shining, this light shining on on the next person. So it's really like a family atmosphere. Like that's where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like I can definitely tell it's so cohesive and uh, like even just the way that you all kind of just like flood the market in 2021 with all the records that dropped. Uh, these free, super high quality records. Like I felt like by sheer force alone, you got so many people's attention because, uh, you know, I, I was just really impressed with that whole run. And I think it really had like really good success because some of you guys I was familiar with, some of them, I some of you I wasn't until mm -hmm. then, but now I've been tapped in. And I feel like since then, a lot of your, your careers have kind of really taken the next step. It's I love seeing what uh, like Z Loopers is doing these days and, and all that. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it was really good, good idea, I think. But now I want to get into the record. My story's got stories. So it's levels to this. Man. After two plus years of, of, uh, between Dope Game Stupid and this, you finally got this record out. And, you know, from a brief snippet, I think you shared on social media, actually, it's clear that this album has actually been ready for a little while now. But Danny told you, like, no, wait especially off the heels of Quaranta coming out and your feature on it. Sounds like he did steer you in a, in a right direction to kind of pace this record and wait for that to drop first. So at the time of recording this now, it's, it's what been out for 36 hours, uh, almost mm -hmm. exactly. So tell me what's going through your head, just from like, what are your emotions? How does it feel having this record finally out to the world? Oh man. Man, it's a blessing, bro. Like so much, like, it's like, like I said, with those games too, it's like, man, you, you spend the time, you know, it's like, like having a baby, man. And uh, you don't know what it's going to look like. You just want it to be right, everything to be right with it. And it, it got here, man, and it was everything that I wanted, you know, uh, everything that I was trying to do. People, I didn't see it on Reddit. I didn't got the reception. And I'm so blessed to have my fan base, man. I love each and every one of y'all, you know, and I'm gonna work my ass off and I'm gonna make sure that y'all with me every step of the way. I, I, that's so, that's, that's the biggest thing to me right now. 
It's so hard to get fans, man. It's so hard, bro, mm-hmm. to get people to fucking listen to your music. You know, each and every one of y'all, man, is blessing me, blessing me and my family. I ain't gonna never forget to love y'all. But um, all the shit I put into it, I wanted to be up tempo. I got, I was watching Danny and Zaloopers and shit, rock shows. And, and I got the soulful loops and shit. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta bring some shit up, you know. Then Danny actually wanted to go a different direction. He wanted to see if we can get different, different production, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, just to to show people my range and what I can do, you know. And then it got to kind of veered off. So there's so many things that went into this. We we like with Dope Game Stupid it was this game plan drop. We got it. I'm, it's my first time here. This time. In my mind, I want it to be better. I know exactly what to do to make it better. Listening to the, like, listening to the, the, everybody, like, uh, even like Fatano, like, people don't know, like, or even like a pitchfork or whatever, like, I really pay attention to it, you know. Fatano, like, maybe, you know, I felt it. It's just, nobody sound like him, you know, I get that part, you know, but maybe, you know, Better vibes, you know. And I'm like, oh, better vibe. I mean, he want more hooks, more, you know. And I felt that because I thought that. Like, I listened to critics mm-hmm. because if if I thought what I thought, critiquing myself, and you said it, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that shit was right. You know what I'm saying? So making this shit, I was so. It's my first album, Dope Game Stupid, and it was crazy. So, I'm like, shit, you got to top it. And I know I shouldn't. I didn't really go into the thinking of it, but I knew exactly what to do. And um. I had way more bars. I've been sitting on bars and bars and bars and bars and bars for pause, but forever. But um, the feeling right now, though, dog, man, damn, it's like, damn, you really show people you can do it. You can do it again. And I got so much more shit, and it feels so good. I'm so addicted to this shit. I'm ready to drop again. I'm, I'm ready to record right now, but uh, it's a hell of a feeling. It's a, it's a, I'm half the feeling right now. Um, and I'm blessed, man. And I'm thankful for everything that went right. I just, I'm, I'm, just came from the universe. Andrew Barber, bro. Danny yeah. Brown. Shout bro. out, Andrew. You know, uh, sure. Sony Orchard, man. Shout out to John, man. It's like so much went into this. Uh, so I had did it for two years, and then I got a team behind me to help me this time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Raffy, man, was a fucking warrior, bro. Like, he wasn't even fucking supposed to be on this shit. You know? I'm glad uh, he did, though. Yes, I always man, love you and Rafi together. And we got some shit, man. We got so much shit in the vault. They don't even know, man. It's crazy. He is crazy. But uh, as my brother, man, we worked so hard uh, to really, really make it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to my man, Awat, man. It's one of my close friends, man. He... He called me for damn near a year and a half. When you drop it? When you drop it? When you drop it? Drop that shit. Fuck that. I'm like, bro, you know, that's my man. He helped me with everything. You know, uh, man, it's just, man, this shit is amazing the way it really, really happened. It's like my, I could drop a fucking deluxe right now and call it my story got stories got stories. You know what I'm saying? There's <laughs> some, some shit that's, uh, that's left off. Like, I want to shout out people that I like my man Burr. He he was on the uh, crack cocaine. He went hard, but when it got down to the the politics of it, you know, with Chris Crack, Chris Crack went crazy on that motherfucker too. The timing of it, but my album can't be too long. We did too much with fourteen. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, they want eleven song. I'm like, fuck that. It's been three years. It's a little bit something else. You know what I'm saying? But I just man, every all the game planning that went into it. And uh, all the love, man. Is really, I'm really starting to receive it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you, I think you, it's you just what an, you put in something. You know? Yeah, like I think there's just an elevation on all fronts. And you're, you're, you talk about that time, the time, uh, like the, the how long the album is. So when I first heard this, it was through like the the like whatever advance, uh, or that streaming link that you send when you give advances. So it doesn't have the total runtime. So I listened to this album several times without knowing, seeing a number. And I always assumed this record was like 28 minutes or something. Like I remember thinking, oh, this is like 
because it just breezed by. It was so smooth. But then when the record drops for real yesterday, I'm like, 38 minutes long? I was like, damn, this I, is I really even fucking know, man. That's shit. Like that's a that's a compliment because this album has such a a pop, like a like a pop to it, an impact, like a an exuberance in the grimy, luxurious beats. And I think you mentioned it, the hooks, man. Wow, there yeah. are some great fucking hooks. Um, and so you know, like just when it comes to the songwriting, the production choices you made. How did you want the listening experience to feel like for someone who pressed play on this thing? I just wanted them to have fun. I wanted them to have fun. You know what I'm saying? That's, uh, I wanted to relate to them much way as I can. But honestly, hey, I got to shout out um, Andrew Barber, man. That is Andrew Barber. He executive on here for a reason. You know, he, it was his list. He he knew. <laughs> Like he like one of the only people that I didn't fucking grow up with fucking understands me like that. That knows knows what I'm saying, what I'm you know, he it is a blessing out of Andrew Barber, man. And that's really his list. We didn't did the list, man. I didn't have how I wanted them to hear it for fucking a year and a half, two years. I done flew out to Texas twice to see Danny and talk about it, come back. Uh I even sent it to my man Knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Knowledge, uh, that's my dog too. And now let's get something we playing it right now. He had his list. Uh, you know, I really was a team ball player with this. I, you know, I wanted to see what all the great mass thought of. And Andrew Barber's hit everybody's right on task. It, it compromised with everybody. It matched my list after going through the fine comb, you know, and it was big. Because you, you know, you can be biased creating your own shit. And you know, you try to be yeah, I'm doing it just like this, but. The teamwork, you can it, it makes it better, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I'm so happy it came that way. But they taking it like the way, you know what I'm saying? They they really loving the way. Everything I expected them to how they wanted them to feel about it, that's how they feel. You know what I'm saying? People say it's they make them happy, they smile the whole way through. You know, they saying the bars that I really felt that I was trying to get across. They they fucking saying them, man. I got we gotta retweet them. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing too, man. It's a good, good team, man. Good teamwork make the dream work, man. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the thing. I mean, shout out to Andrew Barber for sure, because I, I thing I really loved about this record is the way it ebbs and flows from some like you, you have some tracks that are really high energy and like upbeat, like the Trinidad James one, funky as hell. But then yeah. even like the, the points that are like more quote unquote more loop heavy that something would be more similar to Dope Game Stupid, it still isn't the same. Like the Harry Fraud beat to start off the record, it's got a heavy, got some heavy drums to it. Dope, like Dope Boy is just, that beat is, meh, that beat, I, I'm I'm going to be <laughs> tapping into that producer because I'm not familiar prior. Greg Zola. Crap, man, that is crazy. Like just the, the details in a lot of the ways the beats kind of fit. Again, it has this like, gritty yet still very like luxurious and like elevated pristine cool feel it's just it's really funky it's uh and then again like yeah like the hooks like i really mean that there are some just so many quotables and i find it's impressive with you especially because like your verses have one-liners like a lot of one-liners notable one-liners but even then the hooks still are distinct from that mm-hmm. and they just really pop yeah a lot of those um a lot of those hooks, like, um, you can take hooks from some of your bars, you know, if you really got something like, so some of my bars is, they mean more than one thing. So I probably can make a song on it, you know what I'm saying? And talk about different things, you know? So that's how some of them, them hooks came, but really it was off the, off the bop of the beat, like, you know, like, uh, the one with Trinidad, that just came to me, you know what I'm saying? I was just... In the basement of the bruiser and shit, my man sent me the beat. He made dog food, you know, so I know how he was coming. I know how he was going to come with it. So I was just in that vibe. That's when I was searching for up-tempo shit. I'm like, I got to be able to rock out with my brothers and shit, like do, you know, when they performing and shit. So um, that's what I was aiming at. And that came back to me like, you know, still people love me for that, that dope game stupid sound too. So, you know, that's where Rafi came in. So... And we just gumbo that shit, man. Made a motherfucking bomb. 
Yeah, I, I think, it, yeah, again, like I love the blend. Like that song's going to sound crazy live. I, 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 you need to come to Toronto. They bring Danny too. I, I, I've somehow missed him. Like I've still not seen him live. I just don't know how. Like I, it was busy one time when I used to live in Ottawa. Anyways, um, strong. <laughs> Uh, as you're gathering yourself uh another thing that's really notable about this record is that um i feel you're really sharing more of you as a person too and like what the city of detroit is really like and your family your childhood all those kind of things are 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 peeking through a lot more on this record and i feel like you you break things down in a way that again we talked about before it's fun but it's it's very descriptive and with a frank honesty that like does catch me off guard at times in a good way. So, you know, like what were some of the main things you wanted people to learn about you and your story uh, from this album? Basically, like if you, I really wanted to try to like, my mindset was like Carlito's way. If you ever watched Carlito way, the movie with Al Pacino, mm. the first movie came out and then the second movie came out and told you about how I led up to that, you know? So I was trying to kind of like make those transparent, like, and I was, and it's funny, like, it's really, the, my story got stories, it's, stories can go on and on. So it's like, you know, as I was going through making my story got story, I initially wanted to try to, you know, make them compare it to Dope Game Stupid. And I was like, oh, as a writer, it's another story. Fuck that shit. Let's do something else. Just write your stories. You know what I'm saying? So I just got off into writing my stories got stories and uh just talking about me just you know wanted it to be real you know not talk about so much dope game stupid but in all actuality dope game stupid is a part of me so i had to like kind of relate them and what i mean when i say that is like dope game stupid is my stories and 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 these are the stories that made Dope Game Stupid. And if you look at it, the last track on Dope Game Stupid was Mama Was a Dope Fiend, right? So I dropped my first single, it's called Dope Boy. You know, I had no choice, you know what I'm saying? And uh, my mom wasn't home, you know what I'm saying? I had no joy. So it kind of like, like a good transition mm -hmm. to the next album, you know, to give you my story, got stories in it. And it's funny, wasn't really meaning to do that. It's just how the universe working, bro. And that's who they look at me as from dope things stupid. Now you're looking at me from my story, got stories, and it all it's all go together. It's all it's all me. You know what I'm saying? And uh I did want to explain my uh dope game stupid. When you hear dope game stupid, you feel like, damn, I want to hear some more of that shit, you know? But I didn't want to do it the same way. But uh feel good, man, for real. Damn. Yeah, I love how they're connected in that Question. way. That's that's really interesting. That's a good question for sure. Yeah, I mean, I just I I I just love the way that you piece it all together. And you mentioned too that you feel after you felt after making Dope Game Stupid that you knew exactly how to make the new the next one better. So you know, through the making of my story got stories, like what aspect of your artistry do you feel was improved upon over your your previous work? I believe it was more butter, more more smoother and more tracks, not so orthodox. Uh, the hooks, you know what I'm saying? The hooks, the more, uh, more production made it better, you know, uh, different tastes, uh, different features, you know what I'm saying? You know, and just, I knew I had more shit, man. It was, that was old shit from Dope Game Stupid, you know? Like, the, like I say, the current events and the, Current of time, like it's more to rap about. It's more that I seen. It's more that I know that the fans know that I can rap about. You know, so I'm only gonna get better, and that's what I that's what I'm trying to master too. I always try to. Every time is your best time. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it's gonna have to be. But uh, I'm just blessed to to even uh, they, we can even say that this shit better than Dope Game Stupid. You know, and I still be looking like huh? shit. I don't know. But I hear it and I know what I was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we like as rap fans, we all know how as listeners sometimes unreasonably, uh, what do you call it? Um, 
like cling on to the rapper's first big album yeah. like we we have a huge culture and tendency to just do that nonstop. so it really means something when the sophomore is like actually like people are like oh this is this is even better i like i'm yeah. even more of a fan now like people can be really cranky and annoying with that shit sometimes especially if you are changing things up again not like entirely but definitely pretty significantly i think the you know incorporating different tastes you said like it's the teamwork uh makes the dream work shit like that's what i really like like you brought different voices and different sounds into the bruiser wolf kind of like universe but it still was you and i i just i, I really like that i really fuck with it yeah man they, they just man honestly it goes back to the fans bro they they love us man danny brown man worked worked so hard and you know they love me bro and, and i'm gonna work hard as well so uh it's just a blessing to have that type the type of people that believe in you and shit, man. That's what this shit about, man, for real. Yeah. So, all right. Well, looking past, uh, well, keeping it present, but also looking past to the future too. Like, what is some like upcoming music, maybe tour dates or merch? Anything you want to shout out that people should be on the lookout for you? Shit, I'm working with Harry Fraud right now. Harry's sending me them heaters. Is this gonna be an uh, album? Like a project? Yeah, it's gonna be a project. Uh, oh wow! I'm also working with uh, some shit with knowledge right now too. You know, uh, he's sending me some shit. Whew. Oh, that'd be such a good combination. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, knowledge. That's my man's man. Something about me and knowledge music. I made Mama was a dope thing with him. Like you know, like that was my very first song that I really wrote with a passion like uh I was in tears right now motherfucker. I was in tears re recording I can't really fucking perform it it's that you know because it's the inflections that I can't I wrote it with with pain like I wrote it trying to prove something I don't know but uh, I mean his music is crazy I don't uh, blame you to not be able to perform that that's that's no, a really I, heavy track. I got to though because it's a big part of me, and I'm man. Every time I try to rehearse the shit, you know, I gotta keep my composure, you know. And I rehearse every day, but uh, I'm working. Um, man, we working on so much more uh, stuff that we got. I got a project with Rafi. You know, we get we got Ben had. You know, uh, we doing more. You know, shit. I got some shit with Fat Ray. We working out Fat Ray. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Y'all want merch is on the website, bruiserwolf.com. New drops. Uh, I'm making sure I'm sending out special uh, bundles. I got some loyal fans. Man, I want to just shout out. I want to shout out this couple right now. Uh, it's a married couple. They called me one time. It was, it was, it was a man. He was a big fan of me and his wife before they got married reached out to me and she's like, why don't you just call on the face if we can just chat during after the wedding. And um, just so I want to show you, I want, my husband's a big fan. And I was there, dog, ready. I had set it in my calendar because it was just so special. Somebody that really- That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? And um, I had somebody working my merch for me. I got some merch coming for them. Mr. and Mrs. I, I love them. Um, it just be special shit you connect with certain fans and shit, man. That was big to me, and I, I gotta load them up. I got them some special stuff. Uh, I'm doing some giveaways for um, all my subscribers, all of my fans that bought vinyls. I'm giving away shirts. Uh, there's so many back orders I gotta take care of. I ain't forget y'all, man. Y'all get the new my story got story merch. You got hats, got hoodies. <laughs> get the dope game stupid get your vinyls they about to be sold out in a minute uh the uh, autograph ones mm. and uh, we still got a few left uh vinyls limited edition of dope game stupid so it's on the website go to the website bruiserwolf.com subscribe to my youtube page man it's a blessing man to have I have all that man for real and we'll have the links to all that in the description wherever you're checking this episode out 100%. You're also, I, I heard you mention somewhere else that you're doing, or you did voice work for Adult Swim. 
Well, no, I was trying to. I was um, uh, trying to get something going. It was supposed to. I had some. I was doing something with Uproxx, and they had a guy that was working with them. Uh, was trying to line up something for me, and then I was already cool with um, with Adult Swim, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Um, they just followed the music or whatever. So I was. That was one of my plans. We was supposed to do something, but it just never got there. I pray to God it do one day. You know I'm saying? feeling it will. That that that's I didn't. I didn't. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, that's genius. That's perfect fit. But man, just uh, want to thank you for coming on. Your style is really, truly one of one. And I'm just so happy to see all that talent kind of coalesce into a really, really great project. Uh, happy to see you get the success you're getting. And yeah, just want to say thank you again. And, you know, wishing you and the the lines good luck tomorrow. Oh, man, who are you rolling with? Hold on now. Who are you rolling with? To be honest, I, I don't have a really rooting interest. And in, I, I really like both teams, but I think the Rams are going to win, man. They're Pizza on a hot streak. Pits up money. They're on a hot streak. Stafford coming back home. It's barely a road game for him. Although I, that's the wild card. I think there is a chance Stafford could get a little in his feels, a little weird because he's like in front of his like old team. But other than that, I think the Rams kind of have him. It'll be a good game. Mm, I don't know. I, I got the Lions. In t- I got the Lions about ten. I think Matthew Stafford gonna fuck around, and get hurt, and I, I think uh, I mean, don't wish no no injuries on him. Get hurt? No, I'm just saying, you know, get to throwing the ball and hit hit that that hand hit one of them helmets because they're gonna be on his ass. That always that's a really common injury. It's a weird yeah, injury. I'm gonna give him that one. That's how we roll it. And, uh, it's it ain't been a playoff. We ain't host a playoff game dog in so long. They. They, we've been they, these fans have been traveling across the world looking at the Lions. So I think it's going to be very loud. I think it's I think we're going to edge him by ten. I think uh, we're going to play good defense. And uh, yeah, if you guys run the ball really well, I think that like and then Stafford gets a little too like he can throw some picks. So I think that's the recipe. And I I think to be clear, I think it's going to be like a three point game. I think it's going to be. If we can control him up front, if we can control Aaron Donaldson up front, we're going to be all right. Aaron Donald, we'll be all right. But um, I got in my tenth, I think they're going to be shook up with the the crowd going to be too crazy. Yeah. We just got to go with our, go do what we do. We'll be all right. They said, I think they put a notice out that you're not like, you're going to get denied entry if you wear a Stafford jersey, which I was like, that's, that's, that's cool. That's like taking this seriously, you know? It's going down, bro. This is really big. Like, it's over. We was there when we, we didn't win no games, man. We was there. So, uh, it's really pride. You know what I'm saying? People really, it's hard to go against the Lions right now. If you haven't, if you wasn't a Lions fan, but, if people was betting their money, they probably bet against the Lions. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I think if I out of the NFC, the team I'd love to see come out would probably be the Lions. Like they're probably my favorite team out of them. They and I love the the story. The best, the best, most appropriate Super Bowl to be clear, given how weird this year is, would be Lions Browns. I if the Chiefs Browns? don't if the Chiefs get eliminated, I'm rooting for the fucking Browns to make the Super Bowl. That's just with Flacco. Gonna, That'd be I hilarious. Be, I think it's gonna be the Lions and the Ravens. I think the Ravens are like they're they're just looking like a cut above. Uh, I think the Niners can be had. So I do too. They're yeah. pretty good though. They're yeah, yeah, ball. yeah. They're pretty good. Um, Look, we but, talk about sports. We got to get us a damn. We got to get us a podcast with sports, bro. What man, I could talk about sports for like football, especially forever. Man, I'm like obsessed. So yeah, yeah I, I, that's all I watch, bro. Is sports. I yeah, swear. I literally just listen to music and then. When I'm not listening to music, I decompress with just bullshit ass sports talk, and then I drown myself in watching sports. That's my that's my de stress. Even though it's fucking stressful, I get I'm a I'm a guy who yells like I I'm like a coach. I'm like fucking give him the, the get some penetration to this fucking uh, get some pressure. dog dog. This this year been different. Like I don't even be watching football, man. When I play sports that long, all we did was watch film. That's all mm. I did. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this year was exciting for me. I had started the year off with Colorado Buffaloes. I'm watching the Deion oh, yeah. Sanders. You know, I just lost my father, so he being a great father. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just tuned in. I loved Deion when I was young, so yeah. I'm watching him and his boys. 
And as I'm watching their ass play, and I'm like, damn, man, my baby taking too many sacks. I'm like, I, I'm like, I play line and shit. So, mm. and I love to watch the Colorado. I love, I love what they was doing, and I see what Dion trying to get big up front. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy that they fixed and everything. And it's just a great story to watch. So I've been watching the great stories like the Lions, uh, Colorado. Who I've been watching? I've been watching a lot of female basketball lately. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, this is a lot, a lot of young girls coming out that's gonna be cold, bro. And that uh, white, what's that? What's the the Kate Katie? Yeah, the white she's girl? Some fire. Yeah, oh she's crazy. God. I just see the highlights. I'm like, damn. Yeah, she coming back with vengeance. She lost last year. They was talking and shit. But um, yeah, man, I've been watching that. Uh, just been tagging into that sports, man. I've been watching uh, Parsons from the Cowboys. He be going crazy. Yo, he's got a fucking. He's so funny. How. Honesty is on his podcast. Have you seen those clips? No, I haven't watched that. I don't I just watch people the clips of it. And like he's just really like very like when they lost to the Niners, like I think they got when they got blown up by the Niners, like he was talking as if like he was a fan. He's like, Yeah, you know, like we're not as we know we're not there yet. And I'm like, yo, you it's weird that you're saying this. Like you're this is good podcast material, but like, damn, Richard, isn't your team kind of no, he's, a, he's probably a, just a real football player, man. Yeah, he's just he's, he's super honest. Like, and he, and he he a leader. You know what I'm saying? He can say that shit if he want to. You know, he one of them guys. But he just probably being a football player, pissed off about that shit. Yeah, like Draymond, Draymond's podcast run when they won the the ring. That was that was just truly elite shit. Like he was yeah. dedicated to that podcast. Like he was getting right. hate every day and he's like nah i'm about to i'm getting this pod off like <laughs> i love Draymond. i love Draymond, man Free i love Draymond, Draymond man <laughs> that's my dog but uh yeah man uh aiden hutchinson too though you can fuck with aiden yeah yeah he's he's and he doesn't get the numbers but like he's amazing all the advanced analytics people too like he's like top of the line with like miles garrett and shit yeah he's a fucking beast three <laughs> three moves then um he played with my cousin Josh Ross uh Michigan. He he's at Baltimore right now. So I'll stay watching out with my cousin, you know, earning his stripes right now. Yeah, so I mean, I th I think the Lions are like they could do some damage this year, but I think next year they're gonna be really good because you're not paying golf that much. Like I think yeah. you got money to to improve the defense. Your offense is fine. Like you don't need I'm to do rolling, much. I'm rolling with I'm rolling with Baltimore and Detroit Lions in the Super Bowl. That'd yeah, be a good one. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Good luck to you in the rest of the year. And uh, yeah, come to Toronto. That'd be fun. Toronto, we right down the street, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're that far at all. Yeah. Let's get it, man. Put it together, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hit me up. You got my got my contacts. We'll make it happen. Absolutely, man. Peace. I wonder if they could tell I'm a dope boy. My first toy was a scale. I had no choice. I had no choice. Money talk, I had no voice. My mom was gone. Uh, I had no joy. Uh, I wonder if they could tell I'm a dope boy. On second thought, don't tell I'm a dope boy. I wonder if they could tell I'm a dope boy. On second thought, don't tell I'm a dope boy. It's square dancing when I'm stepping on the way. On the way, the white girl hard to get, and I love the chase. I love the chase. We about to eat off this. Save the grace. I hit it just right. It's ready for you to take. So there we have it. Another episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some new perspectives and insights into what the greatest art form known to man in hip hop music has to offer. If you want to support the show in the most meaningful way possible, it would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all though, you will be able to support the show directly in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time I spend on this show already, but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the RMPP has experienced recently. 
So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just want to keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rapmusicplugpod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace. Peace.